Recorded live. Well, good morning and welcome to the Empress of Biz. This is Joanne Forrester and I'm just delighted to be talking to you as usual. We were away for a couple weeks. In fact, we were in South Dakota working on a very, we call it TBD, the big deal. Uh, I always have to give a shout-out to Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and Buddy Logistics is my client. And they own the Fruit Club also, which they are dedicated to bringing fresh fruit direct from the orchard to customers. And they're currently bringing that directly to uh, people in 10 states. And I'm hoping they expand very quickly to Pittsburgh because they bring the freshest, most oh, delicious fruit directly to people. So... Shout out, folks. Hey, Irina and Matt, miss you. We'll be back to see you uh, within a week. So we have lots to talk about today. And before I forget, though, I do want to mention that Celebrate and Share, uh, another one of my endeavors with Bonnie DiCarlo, is having the seventh annual Celebrate the Women's Right to Vote breakfast at the Rivers Club, August 26th. That's at 7.45 to 9.30. We are going to be uh, initiating something very special. As those of you who are followers of Celebrate and Share, you know how dedicated we have been to raise funds for organizations that focus on the needs of women and children and to highlight the efforts of women in the greater Pittsburgh area, region, and state. And one of the things that we have done um, is help fund the Pennsylvania Women's Hall of Achievement, which is a 501c3 that was recently started. And the goal is to permanently recognize the fantastic, great, absolutely wonderful women of Pittsburgh. And so August 26th at the Rivers Club, the 7th Annual Breakfast, we will be, proceeds will be benefiting the uh, Pennsylvania Women's Hall uh, thing, Hall of Achievement, really. And we have initiated the Women of Achievement, Spirit of the 19th Amendment Award. This award is being given into two categories. One, an individual who has worked passionately to encourage women and minorities to vote. And two, an individual who has worked passionately to elect women to public office. That certainly is the spirit of the 19th Award where after a um, hundred years battle, and actually it's thousands of years battle, women were granted the the right to vote in the United States. So that is something to celebrate. It's something to keep honoring, and it's also something to be vigilant about because we've certainly had the last couple of years um, some serious attack on voting rights for women and minorities. So, folks, please join us on August 26th for breakfast at the Rivers Club as we celebrate the passage of the 19th Amendment. Uh, we, You'll be receiving more notices, but we are uh, registered at Eventbrite. Check out the Celebrate and Share Facebook page or the Pennsylvania Women's of Achievement Facebook page for uh, link our, make sure that you give myself, Joanne Forrester, a call at 412-440-6969 or Bonnie DiCarlo, my co-founder of Celebrate and Share, at 412-480-5247. So, folks, be there. Your right to vote 
is the most precious right you have. That gives you a say-so in what's happening in your life. Now, I'm going to do one of my favorite things is I believe nonprofits are very essential to the fabric and the well-being of our nation. And, and in Pittsburgh, we have really been blessed with a number of nonprofits that have stepped in and often taken up the challenges that business will not take up. And by taking up that challenge, they have also provided business, large and small, with uh, resources that business would not take the time to develop. And one of the favorite groups that I have been following for a while and I've taught and spoke and I've had them on is Volunteers of America. And they are changing, they're expanding, they're growing, and they have merged with another program. And they have a lot of exciting news to tell you and which will benefit you and your business or will benefit someone you know who wants to become employable, and they have they have some different programs that will really help people develop their skills and get back into the mainstream. My first guest is Marty Stahl of Volunteers of America. Welcome, Marty. Thank you, Joanne. It's a pleasure to be here and talking with you about our new and exciting, um, more comprehensive program for people with challenges, disabilities, and obstacles to employment. So thanks for having us here today. Well, I'm delighted because I'm familiar with your work. I'm also aware that you have been recognized uh, by um, a number of organizations for your work. So that um, in 2014, I believe you received a, an award for is it Incubator of the Year? Would you ex- tell me about that? We did. As as you know, and and our connection together has been through the Working Order Program, which is part of the Workforce Development Program for Volunteers of America. And in 2014, we were honored by the National Business Incubation Association as Incubator of the Year. It's the Dina Atkins Incubator of the Year Award. And that was for our outstanding service to a community that usually does not get recognized and is not recognized with other organizations on a regular basis for their self-employment. And our, our focus, which is on people with disabilities who need the training and skills to develop their realistic career goals, Um, is part of our new workforce development plans now in the city of Pittsburgh. When we talk, and I'm familiar with what you have done with um, um, the program of training people for uh, self-employment, and we've talked, when you talk about people with disabilities, would you explain that uh, further? Because I, I think... From my own perspective, having uh, watched family members and good friends and even having gone through challenges myself due to, due to a severe accident, that recovery is not always as fast as you want uh, and that um, while you're still employable, uh, you're under different types of strains. Would you talk about that? Well, what we focus on is the skills and talents and abilities of the participant when they come to us. The 
challenges through their life have been either a disability, a new diagnosis, sometimes a disease that has caused some side effects. It can be um, a, a lifetime disability. It can be something that has happened adult onset. And as we all know, we have a um, very consistent population that is is dealing with things like MS, strokes, traumatic brain injury, accidents, and that population wants to come back to work when they recover. So whether they have had a learning disability, a chronic illness, a um, mental health issue, that population recovers, is is focused on how do they how do they continue their career path and want to work and support themselves. So what we do is focus on what training, what what skills development, what new um, career path they need or want to test, and then we do the training and development with outcomes of either competitive employment with support doing job search or self-employment with support launching a business. And that's very important. One of the things that uh, even though the recession has was dramatic in many parts of the nation, uh, and when we had some impact here in western, uh, southwestern Pennsylvania, we were very fortunate in the Pittsburgh area of not being dramatically impacted like many large parts of the city or the nation. And really good employees are extremely um, important and valuable. And people being one of our big challenges, people having enough uh, having the right skills to meet the jobs of the 21st century. So getting people who want to be productive and who who can be um, upgraded in their skills or learn new skills, it's, it's a really important mission, and I want to commend you on that. Well, thank you. We, we know that whether people are competitively employed or self-employed, they really need to start with technology in this day and age. So they need to know the computers, they need to know the software programs, and that's really the value of this merger of two programs is we now have um, what was Project for Freedom and what was Working Order merged into the ability to offer technology to students, to adults, to seniors who need that in order to then be competitively employed. I know some business owners that need those, uh, <laughs> need those technology courses, Marty. <laughs> many, many people need to brush up on that, so we'd love to see them here. Tell us about your new location and what's happened and um, so that we, you know, uh, people understand what's happened. Well, why don't I also introduce Bonnie Rubin, who is our um, program administrator in Pittsburgh and executive director of Project for Freedom, and she can tell you more about this building. I actually moved in this week, 
<laughs> I still have some boxes to to unpack and and eliminate, but let Bonnie give the address and the contact information, but also a little bit about why we've chosen this building. Bonnie. Bonnie, welcome to the Empress of Diz, and I'm, I'm delighted that you're on here. And give us a background of Project for Freedom first. Well, thank you very much for having us. Project for Freedom was started in 1998 by Joyce Bender, who is an advocate and supporter of people with disabilities, not just in, in uh, Pennsylvania, but all across the country. Um, she got together with Highmark and the Bayer Corporation, and founded Project for Freedom in order to provide business-driven training. So in other words, what are the needs of the Southwest Pennsylvania region, and how can we train people to, with disabilities specifically to fit into those jobs and make connections with uh, regional employers to facilitate and advocate for the students in the program. And so we focus on technology skills and soft skills for success. So preparing people with disabilities um, to face their own challenges, but to focus on their abilities and the value they bring to an employer's workplace and um, become a valuable part of the Pittsburgh workforce. So um, we've been in the LifeWorks building. We rent space on the second floor. We are here because it is on the bus line and can serve people that do not have um, cars. So anybody can get here from almost any place in the, in the Pittsburgh proper. It's 1323 Forbes Avenue. Um, we What's moved, that, you know, ahead. Pittsburgh is like landmarks. What's that near? Um, it's right between Mercy Hospital and Duquesne University on Forbes Avenue. So it's very easy to find, and there's usually always parking on the street, but we try to provide parking for students if they do drive so that it's very easy to, to access and get to where we are. And that's one of the reasons we moved working order um, over to the LifeWorks building so that um, it becomes more accessible for all, and also because we want to work together to serve the communities and the clients that we serve so that they have options. If they want to be self-employed or they want to be competitively employed, there's still certain skill sets that they need. And so we try to bring out the best of each individual student client and work together to help them to be successful and to be sustained, not just successful, but sustainable. So they stay in their in their competitive job or they can continue their business over a long period of time. Well, you're certainly providing an important service. And even though Pittsburgh did not have um, the major drop in uh, unemployment or a major rise in unemployment, uh, I'm sure the last few years you have been very busy with people who have been downsized uh, and have to uh, upgrade their skills in that. Yes, and um, I'm sure that you know that people with disabilities are one of the largest underemployed and underserved populations, and the unemployment rate for people with disabilities who can work is twice the national average. So it's very important to focus on 
this particular population because it's it's huge and all of us even people that don't start out in life with a disability can face um a disability um later in their life as we age or you know you never know when something is um going to happen and people with disabilities live in poverty and they don't really want to the social security system does not really work in their best interest and yet it provides them with some income and medical benefits that they might not otherwise have. So it's very important that they understand the transition from the system to competitive employment and that we try to provide living wage with benefit jobs with paths for advancement so that um, they can not just have a life but have quality of life. I think you're hitting on a very uh, major point because I have, in my various over 30-some years of of being in business, I've also done teaching and and mentoring. And and one of the difficulties is if, you know, by accident or whatever has happened that you now are dependent upon a government uh, program such as Social Security, that is never a quality life. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, you know, I know the, and and you know, there's a lot of myth about that, but yet people need medical care, they need some additional help. So, moving uh, to that to full self-sufficiency is really uh, a major transition, and that has um, so you training them in the workforce development. I think is absolutely uh, a wonderful mission that you've had. And I think the important thing for merging our programs is to provide a comprehensive continuum of services with education to work. So we provide the training necessary to prepare the candidates. We advocate and connect them to regional employers. And then we continue to su- support them, not in a job coaching way, but to you know follow up to make sure that they are... Um, sustainably employed. Can I just take a minute to tell you a little bit about Volunteers of America? Oh, please do. Um, Our mission is to provide support, skills, and tools that lead to individual empowerment, self-sufficiency, hope, and stability. So Volunteers of America was started in 1896 by the son and daughter-in-law of the man that started the Salvation Army. And it was a very grassroots movement of community service. And over the years, you know, our our title, Volunteers of America, is a bit deceiving because we're not a volunteer organization. We actually operate 26 separate programs across the state in Allentown, Harrisburg, Pittsburgh, and Wilkes-Barre. And we serve not just people with disability, but at-risk children and youth, individuals and families in emergencies, um, those that need employment, elderly, uh, fixed income. We serve veterans um, in central Pennsylvania and northeastern Pennsylvania and hope to bring our Homeward Bound program here to Pittsburgh where we provide sustainable subsidized housing for veterans and then help them with employment. Um, We work with 
infants, children, and adolescents that have been abused, neglected, or exploited, children with behavioral challenges. So Volunteers of America of Pennsylvania is a huge organization that serves the underserved. And so that is always behind our mission and what we are trying to accomplish here in, in southwestern Pennsylvania. Well, thank you, because when I when I first met Marty a few years ago, or oh, maybe over 10 years ago now, when I found out the complete scope of Volunteers of America, I was just amazed at all the different programs. And like you just mentioned, there's 26 programs uh, from helping from seniors to to abused children to neglected to the this workforce development. But really, the organization is absolutely amazing in their outreach and their scope of helping people, and that's one of the reasons I wanted to have um, both of you on because, uh, and I am familiar with Joyce Bender. She has been a, a shining light in, in helping people, uh, you know, in helping people and getting them to be able to be the best they can. And right. also, yes. Uh, and we really thank you because people don't really know about Volunteers of America. We're kind of like the silent soldiers behind the scenes. And I think, you know, because funding is so restricted in today's nonprofit world, it's very important now more and more to get your name out so that people know what you do. And people today really want to focus on the cause, not necessarily specific organizations. And our cause and our mission is self-sufficiency and empowerment, and that's huge. Most definitely. Um, I would like to ask, you know, so both of you had separate programs. You were, what led to deciding to combine your forces and merge your programs? Well, Joanne, what I'll, what I'll tell you is that our training, our skills and development training, our interest in people being successful when they either launch a business, as you know I've done many, 213 in Pittsburgh, or they get get competitive employment positions, of which we have, I think, 78 or 79 people who have, have gotten jobs and kept them. We also have other things we do. So... So taking all of that, which is our adult training program, including it in the same sort of program umbrella as our um, summer training for youth with disabilities, which gives them employability skills and, a, and an experience as to what employment really is. And connecting it to our adult education, um, employer education program, which helps human resource um, professionals understand the process and the and the differences between hiring somebody with a disability and hiring somebody who does not have a disability, so that we're all better at what we do. And and we are part of the belief that starting at 14, kids should be, be in the system and understanding employment, that adults should have the opportunity and the right to work, and that employers 
need to be more focused on how to positively affect that and include all individuals in their workforce. And that meant that a bigger profile and a, and a more comprehensive combined program just made sense. One of the things that I would like to um, ask, as I'm an employer, I'm a business owner, and, well, over, oh Lord, since 1975, so really, to be honest, folks, we've been in business since 40, for 40 years now, and I was five when we started, just so everybody understands that. But having been in business a long time, and we have survived at some very difficult, um, difficult times. Um, the economic recession of the 1980s, uh, you know, Pittsburgh. It was an economic bloodbath here. It was a depression. At one time, our our unemployment rate, our stated rate, was 18 and a half percent, and I'm sure in other communities and minorities and those with disabilities, from some of the figures I have seen. It was close to 30%. So we have had a very difficult time, and we have, you know, we have built ourselves back. And as a small business owner, I've survived that. So I I am, you know, I've had to hire people. I've had to lay them off because they didn't have enough work. You know, you're just trying to keep things going, or I've worked with clients that, were very successful and everything turned around and, you know, they were down from 50 employees down to six. That was a tough turnaround. So um, I really appreciate what you're doing and bringing back the, um, bringing people back the viability and giving them the skills that uh, you are. Uh, One of the things I wanted to ask is, is there, uh, like when someone is hired by uh, from your program, is there any particular incentives or that are there to help that transition? Uh, there are not. Our program right now is for competitive, unsupported employment. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marty, of course, is self-employment, so it doesn't apply. However, there are um, there are incentives sometimes through the Office of Vocational Rehabilitation on the job training, which is, you know, something that we're looking into for the future for more supported employment. Um, But right now, the important thing is the people that come out of our programs are good employees. They bring value. You know, they've had challenges in their life that bring a unique set of skills that make them loyal uh, employees that stay much longer. Statistics show the people with disabilities that have had these challenges and barriers to employment, when they become employed, tend to stay longer, work harder, take less time off, and you don't have you have all those training costs when you onboard an employee and and people with disabilities and disadvantages and barriers to employment, they tend to, to be more loyal, valuable employees because they really appreciate having the opportunity to work. And so, you know, getting them prepared for sustainable employment and educating employers on how to support them internally is really, really important. We want to have a holistic approach to this employment um, issue 
and make sure that we get to young people and introduce them to employment before they get employed, that we assist people with, with competitive self-employment options when they have some kind of gap in employment or need to get back into the workforce, and that we also educate employers. That is really you know, key to the success because getting hired today is such a daunting process and is so different than it used to be. It's, you know, it's not about who you know anymore. It's about how to work a system, a difficult system. Even though you still have to network, there's, everybody still has to go through the process. Right. The process could be like five interviews before you're finished and you're run. It's a job getting a job. It's a job getting a job. And so our program really helps. It's not a workshop. It's a, it's a nine-week or, for, in Marty's case, it's hours and hours of working with a person, helping them facilitate online job applications, online job search, the difference between a phone interview and a face-to-face -face and practicing for both, having community partners come in in, in self-employment to network and teach them about business from a competitive employment standpoint to have them come in and do mock interviews and connect them to an interview. Because getting an interview is almost as difficult as getting a job. Very good point. We are almost out of time. Would you please give your contact information and repeat that twice? Yes. Volunteers of America of Pennsylvania, 1323 Forbes Avenue, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, 15219, 412. 246-4434, and it will have a menu of extensions if you want to uh, get involved in Project for Freedom or Working Order. And our website is www.voapa.org, and then you can just look for Workforce Development. And All right. Repeat that telephone number again. 412-246-4434. Okay. What I would like to do is, um, in the future, because you've got so much going on, I'd like to have you back on within a couple months. Great. And, and then um, uh, I think, you know, update what's going on uh, and, you know, talk further about this. Because, you know, like the point we hit, it's a job getting a job. Yeah, and next time we can focus more on the specific programs, how do you get into the program, you know, more specifically on what we teach. But the important thing is if you're interested in getting back into the workforce, if you want options, you know, and want to really explore your skills, talents, and abilities, because we don't focus on disability, we focus on ability, then please give us a call and we'll get you to the right place. Okay. Thank you, Bonnie. I'm going to switch over to Marty for a wrap-up and a great explanation of what you do. Hi, Marty. I, I, just, I just wanted, wanted to, to say the one last thing is obviously we are a program of a nonprofit, and as a nonprofit, we function based on donations to the specific programs. So if people are interested in helping us, that's one way to help. And, and we'd be happy to hear from them. 
We also, as you know, use volunteers who help to mentor and train and teach our participants. Well, as a business owner, I would love to come down. And as someone who's had to overcome challenges and work with people who've had to overcome challenges, I, I have someone I'm working with right now. Um, I brought her into my office, and she's going to be very good. But, you know, it, it's taken a while. Um, well, you know I'll have you back again. Okay. Give me your contact information and one one tip that you would give for people who are thinking of being their own boss. I would say be a positive um, support for the people that you're selling to or that you're working with so that your service is thought of as, as something people refer and and referrals are are top in in the world of being a business owner. Very good. Um, and your contact information, telephone number. My contact information is the same as Bonnie's. It's four one two two four six four four three four. Yeah. And your email has same say the same. Um, repeat my, that. Yes, my email is m. S T A H L at V O A T A dot org. That's Volunteers of America, Pennsylvania. Okay. Mark, like I said to uh, Bonnie, I'd love to have uh, you ladies back on in a couple months and talk further about the programs because um, both of them are wonderful programs that will that add to people's quality of life. And frankly, as a business owner, if I have a loyal uh, employee who has worked hard to update their skills and that, that's going to make my business better. So I'm very interested in following what, what you're doing. And I'm also interested, you know, as, you know, being self-employed for 40 years, that, um, you know, I know the struggles. And some days are very good. And some days you're not, <laughs> but we're still. Well, we would absolutely love to talk to you. We have another group starting up in September. We are open to new people, um, and if people want to get a hold of us and and you know talk to us about how they get involved, we have still a couple of spaces left. So we will we will be filling that program and then allowing people to track to either self-employment or competitive employment on a basis of what they want to do with their lives. Great. And make sure you keep me informed so, you know, I can pass out to you um, on this show, and then, you know, we know we have an extensive mailing list. I'd certainly like to be a major support for you. So thank you both for what you're doing. Well, you're welcome. We hope people call us, and we'll call you back and let you know how we're doing. Thank you so much for having us, Joanne. We really appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. And I'll be sending you a link, ladies, so that you can circulate that. Thank you. Fabulous. Thank you. Have a good morning. Yes. And this is Joanne Forrester. Just want to do a reminder that August 26th, the 7th Annual Breakfast at the Rivers Club, this is a project of Celebrate and Share. We are initiating the... Spirit, the Women of Achievement Spirit of the 19th Amendment Award, reflecting the women and, and men who had the courage to work
for over 100 years to encourage women and minorities to vote, uh, to get them to vote, to get the right to vote. And then we have um, the award for the individual who has passionately worked to, to help women be elected in public office. Plus, we will have a distinguished panel talking to us about what it means, the right to vote, what it does for you, and what it did for them in their life. Join us Wednesday, August 26th to register. Give me a call. 412-440-6969 or Bonnie DiCarlo at 412-480-5247. This is Joanne Forrester, the Empress of Biz. What we do is we help businesses grow safely. Uh, right now, uh, we are in the process of helping uh, several businesses take a major leap from being small businesses to really being large size. And we're very excited to be part of that project, working a good uh, bit, not only in Pittsburgh, but in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. If you want your business to grow and you want it to grow safely, give us a call, 412-440-6969. This is the Empress of Biz, Joanne Forrester. We hope you've listened, learned, and prospered with this advice. Have a prosperous successful day. Thank you for listening.